0: Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective Podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Back to Stonewall's Perspective, I'm your host, Alexander Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life, and yes, I did say every, including the things that people do not like to discuss, such as politics. A few days ago, I was having dinner with a good friend of mine, Doug Billings. We were talking about his conference that he's hosting, uh, November 10th and 11th, that I'm going to be at and you know, having a good time. And after that dinner got over, uh, I went out to my car and I sat in my car for a few minutes, was scrolling through social media, and I got a Twitter notification. And I was looking at this notification and it, and it was a shock to me and it, it read, the headline read, International House of Prayer founder Mike Bickle accused of sexual abuse. I was taken aback. I was, I was concerned. I was scared. I was worried. I was like, what in the world is going on right now? Because Mike Bickle is a man that uh many people know, many people love, many people, you know, look to for so much spiritual guidance and so much uh spiritual authority. I was like, what is going on? And part of that is because I have gone to International House of Prayer before, I've gone to Forerunner Church in Grandview, Missouri before. You know, I pray at the prayer room all the time. I go do homework at the prayer room all the time. And I see Mike Bickle, uh, almost every time that I'm there. He's praying. He's reading scripture. Uh, he, he's, you know, doing his thing. And it was a shock to me, you know, seeing this, this headline, International House of Prayer founder Mike Bickle accused of sexual abuse. So I, I read this article from, uh, Christianity Today. And it writes, Mike Bickle, the founder of International House of Prayer of Kansas City, is facing allegations of sexual and spiritual abuse spanning decades and involving multiple women. Bickle, 68, has been accused of sexual misconduct where the marriage covenant was not honored, according to a statement released Saturday from a group of former IHOP Casey leaders who investigated the claims. They said through. Uh, they said though they were initially shocked, they found that the allegations credible. Uh, that the, the allegations were credible based on collective testimony of several victims. Bickle's charismatic megachurch, which has offered round-the-clock prayer and worship since its founding in 1999, was informed of the allegations on Friday, according to the Kansas City Star, which obtained a record uh, a recording of the announcement. Stuart Greaves, executive director at IHOPKC, told the staff uh, "Told staff that the leadership team is taking the situation very seriously. The, the, the leaders who released the statement, former executive leadership team uh, and board members Dwayne Roberts, Brian Kim, along with former Forerunner Christian Fellowship Pastor Wes Martin, said they first attempted to bring the allegations directly to Bickle, as the Bible instructs in Matthew 18, but they said that Bickle refused to meet with them and then tried to intimidate and discredit the victims. The Kansas City Star reported that Bickle preached on false allegations last Sunday, which is uh, true. In the sermon, he discussed how, per-Revelation Uh, 12.10, Satan's most effective weapon in the end times is accusation, and he turns whispered innuendos into hostile accusations that destroy lives and relationships, according to sermon notes uh, from the, the Roy's report from Julie Roy's. Bickle also said that the church is approaching the most glorious and challenging hour in history with the dragon or the black horse breathing on many to accuse and betray each other. Greaves referenced the line from his sermon during the announcement to staff saying, We ask that we not make reference to the black horse in this situation as a way of minimizing the pain of those affected. Our primary concern is for those who are suffering pain and trauma, our spiritual family, Mike and Diane, as well as the Bickle family. Bickle agreed to pause from preaching, teaching, Uh, preaching and teaching while the church engages outside parties to assess and arbitrate the allegation. IHOPKC leaders announced during Sunday service on social media. The leaders who investigated the allegations against Bickle said that they believe his actions fall short of biblical standards for leaders in the church and includes include Bickle's use of spiritual authority to manipulate victims. Their statement said that the women who came forward had nothing to gain by sharing their, their experience except for the pursuit of truth, repentance, mercy, and grace. They said Bickle, who has not responded publicly to the recent reports, denied all allegations. It goes on and talks about the history of International House of Prayer and and how Mike Bickle got started. But this is a very sad uh, situation within Christianity, and the the response uh, that many people have had is also been sad uh, for me to see. You know, it's very sobering thinking about the fact that this could be any single one of us. That we are all susceptible to sin. That we are all capable of sin. That even King David, who is a man after God's own heart, was able to have someone murdered so he could be with his wife. That we're all open to and available to the snare of the enemy. That we can sin. That we are all able to do that. Now the response, as I just said, has been uh, very sad to see. Some people are you know, taking the, Mike Bickle is a very great, very godly man, uh, and and there's no way that he did this. And then the others are saying, of course he did this because his doctrine is wrong, which leads to wrong practice, uh, so of course he did it. And I believe that both of those sides of the aisle are wrong. The reality is that we live in the United States of America. We live in the USA in which we are, you know, given the authority and the right to be innocent until proven guilty. And I believe that, uh, unless there is overwhelming, insurmountable evidence that Mike Bickle, uh, has, you know, been an abuser for a very long time, then he should be proven innocent, uh, until he's proven guilty. That's how we do it for most other situations. Why aren't we doing it for this one? Now I'm not saying this uh, because I'm a Mike Bickle you know uh, follower or a, you know uh, I mean I've listened to Mike Bickle many times and I believe that he uh, is very very smart, very wise, but very profound and has a lot of correct things that he teaches and I, I I've loved listening to him but I'm not a Mike Bickle apologist. I'm just not. And I've seen many Mike Bickle apologists who say that there is nothing wrong here, and that of course it's a of course it's an attack from the enemy to distract from what is going on. And, and I believe that both sides are wrong. We can't just choose one side and choose another side. It doesn't work that way. On one side, we've I've 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 seen things like you know orthodoxy leads to orthopraxy, in other words that right doctrine leads to right practice and right living and because of Mike Bickle's false doctrine which you know that's another episode because of Mike Bickle's false doctrine of course of course he's an abuser of course he's sinful of course he's you know doing these things but that's wrong so i'm going to i'm going to read the statement from the the former IHOP leadership team uh, that was released on October 28th in 2023. It says a few days ago, we made the leadership team of the international house of prayer in Kansas city, Missouri, aware of serious allegations spanning several decades concerning its founder, Mike Bickle, without going into details to protect the privacy of the victim's identities. We have found these allegations of clergy, sexual abuse by Mike Bickle to be credible and longstanding. The credibility of these allegations is not based on any one experience or any one victim, but on the collective and corroborating testimony of the experiences of several victims. Prior to meeting with the leadership team of IHOP, we attempted to bring these allegations and testimony of one of the victims directly to Mike Bickle in the spirit of Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17. However, we were repeatedly rebuffed by Mike Bickle, and we were refused any sort of meeting instead mike used manipulating and intimidating tactics towards the victims to isolate them and discredit them to avoid further wounding of victims we met with several members of ihop casey's executive leadership team there we shared testimonies of these victims of mike's inappropriate words and actions when these allegations were brought to our attention we were shocked We could have never imagined the inappropriate conduct with women as something we would ever need to be concerned about. The allegations seemed out of character to the man that we thought we knew, but they were so serious we could not ignore them. The scriptures inform us that leaders in the church, especially those who teach the word of God, are held to a higher standard and a stricter judgment. We believe that Mike's actions were not above reproach and fall short of biblical standards for leaders in the church. To be clear, the allegations made about Mike Bickle's misconduct were sexual in nature, where the marriage covenant was not honored. Furthermore, the allegations made also reveal that Mike Bickle used his position of spiritual authority over the victims to manipulate them. We do not share this process to fill in salacious details, but to protect the integrity of victims and their experiences that were shared we appeal to you to refrain from using names of victims They're, these are women who have always been viewed as credible trustworthy and courageous none of these victims had any intention to punish mike bickle they had nothing to gain by sharing their experiences except the pursuit of truth repentance mercy and grace so uh the the identity of these victims uh is not known uh but but they share that you know these are credible and trustworthy and courageous women. Uh, and they've always been viewed that way. So maybe these were public figures. Maybe these were high up people in IHOP. I have no idea. We don't have any idea. Uh, but from what this statement says, is this was a, a long spanning, long term thing that Mike has been doing for a very long time, for 30 years. And, you know, there are many responses that we can have to this. And the IHOP KC leadership statement uh team made a statement on Sunday at their 11 a.m. service, and I'm just going to read that right now, Then I'll get into my response and things. It says, Today at the 11 a.m. Forerunner Church service, the IHOP-KC leadership team presented an updated formal statement to our spiritual family about the uh, allegations against Mike Bickle. Below is a text of that statement. Says We are heartbroken to share that we have recently become aware of serious allegations, including sexual immorality directed against Mike Bickle, the founder of IHOPKC. Our leadership team makes these allegations very seriously, and we are laboring for truth, light, redemption, and righteousness. We are engaging with outside parties to assess and arbitrate these allegations. Our priority is to love and serve our IHOPKC community during this moment. This news is unsettling for our spiritual family, as well as our entire leadership team. Please pray for all involved, including the ones who have come forward, those who have experienced trauma, and for the Bickle family. We're asking for patience as we work through this complex and very difficult situation. Secondly, we ask that we refuse, or excuse me, that our spiritual family refrain from using spiritual Prophetic language that can be interpreted as dismissive of the pain of the traumatized. On Oct- October twenty-sixth, the IHOPKC executive leadership team asked Mike Bickle, and he agreed uh, to not preach or teach from our from the IHOPKC platform, or attend the I twenty-four-seven uh, IHOP prayer room, or engage his social media channels while they work with others to assess the situation. As difficult as this is for many, we are trusting in Jesus' wise and good leadership to help us and strengthen us as we anchor our hope in Him. And I think that every single one of us, the way that we should respond to these allegations against Mike Bickle is to strengthen ourselves through hope and anchoring ourselves in Jesus, Because when we are not anchored in Jesus, when we are not anchored in his authority and anchored in his will, we are susceptible to the lies of the enemy. We are susceptible to the attacks of the enemy. That he attacks through lies and he attracts through lust. That's exactly uh, what he does all over the place. That he attacks through lies and he attracts through lust. We need to fight back against that with the truth of the word of God. Because I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, friends, that if we fight back with the word of God, the devil will flee. That in scripture it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So going back to uh, one of the things that I read earlier, it's uh, talking about Mike Bicklin and how he preached a sermon the previous Sunday. Uh, which has since been taken down uh, by the International House of Prayer uh, you know, uh, YouTube channel and, uh, and, and Facebook channels as well. But it's still, as far as I know, still on the Mike Bickle app and on the Mike Bickle website. He was talking about some prophetic things that have happened to him, and 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 some encounters that he has had with God, and and and, and I am not one to discredit those. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe that God still uh, speaks and works today, uh, just as He did two thousand years ago. There is no scripture that says that that didn't stop. There is no scripture that says that that didn't cease with the apostles. And so, I, I believe in these things, but I hold to it loosely. Uh, and I don't believe that anyone who is a cessationist is a heretic. I don't believe that anyone who is a continuationist is a heretic. If you place your faith in Jesus Christ, you are a Christian. That is the number one thing that we have, our faith in Jesus Christ that he has risen from the dead to defeat sin, shame, and blame for all of eternity. Then there's other pet doctrines that we can talk about, but, but that's not the point of this show. That's not the point of this episode today. The point of this episode is to address the allegations against Mike Bickle. And in this sermon that he preached, he was talking about some encounters that he's had, in which, you know, he's had angels or something come to him and talk to him about a time when there would be great division that would come his way. And that there would be a black horse, uh, as Stuart Greaves said, there would be a black horse that would cause. Uh, lots of harm, and that he would need to be patient, and that God would restore him in due time. And so I, I listened to this message, and there's one of there there there's one of two takeaways that we can have to this. Um, there there's two takeaways that we could have to this. The first one is that Mike Bickle is prophetic that Mike Bickle has been encountered by God and and has, you know, had these visions and has dealt with these things and and he knew exactly what was going to happen to him before uh, it it happened. And God had warned him about that and said, Mike, be patient, okay? That's one of the things. The second thing is, he knew. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, he the he, the other thing is that he knew the allegations that were against him. He knew that they were going to be coming out, so he decided to get ahead of it, so that he would sound spiritual and sound, uh, you know, like the good guy and that he was being under attack from the enemy. Whether or not that is true, I do not know. That is just the observations that I have made. Either he is very spiritual, and that he is very prophetic, and God spoke these things unto him, and it just so happened that when he preached on it, it happened the following week. Or he is actually truly a spiritual abuser, and he's using this kind of spiritual uh, language and spiritual terminology to sound as if he is the good guy. I don't know what the truth is in that, but those are the two observations that I have made, as far as that goes. But I want to I want to read to you a tweet from, uh, or excuse me, an X um, from Dr. Michael Brown. Dr. Michael Brown is one of the leading uh, voices in the Christian charismatic spirit-led movement, someone that I highly respect and look to and listen to his show, The Line of Fire. But he writes, for all those who were inspired to get involved in houses of prayer because of the influence of IHOPKC, now is not the time to run from the house of prayer because of discouragement or disillusionment. Now is time to run to the house of prayer. And my calling for every single one of you who might be listening to this is be grounded in prayer and be grounded in in truth and be grounded in scripture. Because when you are grounded in the things of God and in the word of God, it will change you, it will shift you, and you will be able to overcome and defeat the enemy. I want to pull up some scripture uh, in in Philippians chapter 4 that we can all abide by and live by in this time and in this season to prevent these kinds of things from, from happening to us. The Apostle Paul, he writes in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, he says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellent and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. That's a promise that if you practice these things, if you walk in these things, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, that he will dwell, uh, those things will dwell on us and if we dwell on them and that the God of peace will, will will be with you. That is a promise that the Lord makes to us. And I believe that if we conform to God and resist the devil, he will flee from us. Romans 12, uh, verses 1 and 2, he says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be able to test uh, what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Resist the devil. Conform, not to the world, but conform to God, because when you conform to God, he will renew your mind. That's a promise from Scripture. That is a promise that we have. We can walk in it. We can live in it. So my my final statements on this Mike Bickle uh, situation. First of all, innocent until proven guilty. We don't have all of the evidence. We don't have all of the you know clear things that he may or may not have done. We just don't have those right now. And so we shouldn't go blasting him on social media when these things could be very well false. Because we live in a culture in which... There is a lot of falsehood and many people you know, come forward and, and claim these sexual allegations against many people, whether they be uh, spiritual or political. They make these claims and then it turns out that they are not true and that they were lying the whole time. That's a very real possibility. And if that's true, I believe that Mike Bickle should be restored back to his position uh, at IHOPKC and that we should go forward, uh, you know, trusting and believing that God had his plan in this and God had his hand in this the whole time and that God was moving uh, to make some things happen. And then the other thing that we Could also see, and we should also realize is that if Mike Bickle has these allegations against Mike Bickle are true, then he should never ever ever be allowed back into a ministry and in a leadership format ever again. Because he has not fit the qualifications, he has disqualified himself if the allegations are true. Now I believe in restoration spiritually. That he can be restored if these are true. That he can be redeemed if these things are true. But that does not mean that he should be restored back into the office of pastorate or leadership of IHOP KC. Those are just some of my thoughts. But I believe that you and me can be free. We can be free from sin. We can be free from shame. We can be free from the blame that the devil has upon you and me in the 21st century if we anchor ourselves in Christ. And that is the ultimate goal of this show, to know that you can be free even when you are struggling and you do not have to get to this point whatsoever. I hope you all have a blessed day. If you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STONEWALL, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Yes, I did say... Uh, Say 66%. MyPillow.com. Use promo code STONEWALL. You can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order.
1: Thank you all for listening. God bless you all, and goodbye. Oh, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the my MyPillow that started it all. sleep so go to mypillow.com or call that number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my standard my pillow for only $19.88 for a more custom fit my premium queen only $24.98 or my premium king only $29.98 this is a limited time offer so order now
0: thank you for listening to today's episode we hope you enjoyed you can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.